Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia. And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it, except for this month, that is not the case. Actually, it's a special month. So I think I teased it, question mark, in the, in the Twitter. Uh, but we are doing something different this month and actually covering musical podcasts in our month called Pod Crushed. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're basically covering romance-centered podcast musicals, which, like I said before, is, is different from what we normally do. But uh, yeah, we're starting with Crush Hour. Do you have any history with Crush Hour? <laughs> no. Though this month is partially my fault because I saw an ad for the Crush Hour podcast on the tube and I took a picture and I sent it to Leah and immediately Leah was like, okay, so we're just going to replace February with this, right? I was like, okay, <laughs> sh- yeah, <laughs> okay. But yes, no, I don't have a history with this. Also, this just came out last November. So mm. there's there's no real way for me to have much of a history with it. Ellie Goulding's in it, mm. and I kind of know who she is. So, you know, Not that kinda. works. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of know her songs. She's sort mm. of on the radio sometimes. I don't know. Mm. Fair enough. I also obviously have no history with this um, because the first time I'd heard about it was when I got the screenshot. So <laughs> up until that moment, or like the picture, but up until that moment, blissfully unaware it existed. I do also know Ellie as well as I'm pretty sure Leighton Williams mm. from who I know from Everybody's Talking About Jamie. There's yeah. also Samantha Barks, and I know her name <laughs> as like someone who does musical theater. <laughs> and yes. Ella Vade is here. Wait, like the drag yeah. queen? Yes, the drag, drag queen. Race? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> First time learning that information. Um, anyways. <laughs> Apparently, I know a couple of people on here, I guess. But yeah, that's kind of the extent of my knowledge and connection to this. Cool. Well, I mean, I guess let's no further ado. We can start this. I will say this is probably going to get a a convoluted because they've done like a (laughs) love actually thing, you know, like the classic rom-com thing where people are connected in like different ways throughout Mm -hmm. the thing so we'll probably mention names and then we'll talk about their stories and how they're connected to other people Mm. so crush hour is my love my 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 love actually is he's just not that into you because i've never seen love actually but yeah so i I, all i knew about love actually is that it's vignettes so i didn't know that people are actually connected within the story but anyways yes let's go on (laughs) oh well i mean I think it's love, actually. I'm doubting myself. Anyway, moving forward. Um, <laughs> yeah. So our initial story that... It's set around Christmas, by the way. Mm. So our initial story that we hit is... the. So they're, 
They're titled by different modes of transportation. There are six episodes. The first mm-hmm. one is The Train. So this is Ash and Rob. Ash works at... I don't actually remember where Ash works. Like, part of me wants to say advertising agency, but, like, all I, I really was, remember I is that say, she had a meeting. Like, that's yeah. all I remember, that she had a meeting, so... So, Ash has been getting on this train every day to and from work, and there's this guy on her train that she, over the last year, has kind of... A semi-had a crush on and now kind of... I would say fallen in love, but she's, like, kind of, like obsessed a little bit not really like she doesn't do anything bad but <laughs> she talks about him a lot to her peers um mm-hmm. her work friend fran and her boss martin also like pretty much everyone else in their office the way they talk knows about the train guy that ash has not plucked up the courage to talk to him at all yet fran sees a posting about a girl in a green dress green jacket sorry rather that goes on the same train that ash does and even though ash is and laughing yeah and even though ash's coat is like a cocky green kind of gray so it's not really green you would say they're convinced Mm -hmm. that it's about her one and two that he must have written mm. even though they've made eye contact maybe once in the and whole time. And they smized time. at each other one time. Um, <laughs> yes, they smized. Rob meanwhile is getting over a breakup. Um, it seems like he was with his girlfriend for a very long time and they broke up and now he's like feeling very down. His friend Angus is trying to lift his spirits and trying to get him back out into the dating world by setting him up on a blind date. Even though he doesn't really want to, that's what's going to happen. So he's set up on a date with Lola. Ash has been... Oh, also, I've skipped past, like, two songs already. So... Yes. (laughs) I was just like, oh yeah, there are songs in this. This is a musical. (laughs) I will say, it is... It feels weird to hear um, Ellie's voice in like a musical context because like each time it would completely take me out because her voice is so distinct that like mm-hmm. I couldn't hear it being like a musical number but just like a song you know yeah okay so the songs we skipped King King's Cross Station and everyone's looking for something mm-hmm. well the King's Cross Station something to do with like you know this is how life is everything is the same another this another that etc etc and then we have the very sad rob apparently (laughs) all i'm gonna give you is everyone's looking for something in this city but me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean that is the essence of what he's yeah. communicating <laughs> but yes so Ash has now been encouraged by Fran to go and like find this guy and talk to him because clearly like he wrote this this thing in the crush mm. hour section like it's like destined Rob 
is waiting at the preordained mm. meeting spot for his blind date. He doesn't know what she looks like. So when Ash comes over to him yeah. and is like, hi, you're waiting for me. Rob is like, oh, she looks familiar, kind of, but I don't mm-hmm. really know how. Um, and proceeds to go on thinking that this is Lola Meanwhile, when it's Ash. Ash. Is like, and so like, they have you know, a kind of... Talking about the train and he's like, oh yeah, no, that is the train that I get. And she's like, yeah, I know. Because <laughs> we take it together, question mark. <laughs> and then Lola appears and it's like, ah, so awkward. Because <laughs> Lola apparently had maybe a picture of Rob and so knew who she was looking for and so she comes right up and is like hi I'm Lola and Rob is like oh but I thought this was and immediately Ash is like I'm so sorry I'm so embarrassed clearly you didn't write the thing that I'm talking about you don't even know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about I'm just going to go and Rob is like well no wait um but so he then has to kind of proceed on this blind date with Lola and Ash is feeling so embarrassed and dejected because one he didn't he didn't know what she was talking about and he's on a date so he might not even be interested in her at all period and so it's like uh so she's she's so embarrassed she doesn't even want to go to work which I was like (laughs) be serious (laughs) I mean maybe she can I mean like she's had like an emotional trial you know they have a meeting (laughs) (laughs) I mean we we don't know I think it might have been like a couple days that she was Mm. off for but yeah no Fran is like practically not begging but being like we don't want to do this presentation without you it's very important that you're here (laughs) please come into work and so (laughs) she kind of relents and we get the song Journey In where she decides to just you know like pull up her bootstraps or whatever and like just make it work and we're never gonna talk about Train man again. Yeah. Oh right. Something something journey in. <laughs> yes. Oh, it wasn't a couple of days. She was just late. It was literally the next day, but she was late. So because she gets off the sky, she gets off the train. And Rob is there waiting and had been yeah. waiting because he's normally on the same train as her, but she wasn't on the train yeah. that day. So he just waited for her to appear two hours later. Girl, that, <laughs> I was like, what does that even mean? Because, like, surely if she missed her train, there could be something like she's ill. Something's happened in the family. Yeah. And you waited two hours? (laughs) No one here is serious. Not a single character is serious right now. (laughs) 
I mean, we have to like kind of give in to the fantasy sure, a little bit. This is just a series <laughs> yeah. of this is a series yeah, of yeah. meat cutes. Like this is all this this podcast mm. is. It's meat cute the musical. Mm. So they meet up and immediately Ash is like, "I'm so sorry um, about messing up like your situation last night." And Rob's like, "No, no, no, no. Um, it was a it's just a date, you know." And so they chat a bit. They talk about um, like they and they realize they go for the same coffee they're... place or whatever. Like that's my coffee guy or whatever. Yeah. And just like I don't think you guys own the coffee guy. Yeah. He's like, there. Yeah. On the like, shit. <laughs> yeah. But you know it's it's fine it's cute whatever, and so they go for a coffee and I'm just like have a presentation. You? have work also you <laughs> rob did you not have a job to go to that you haven't been yet you were two hours late for no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's fine in the, it's okay sure. yeah it's okay <laughs> don't worry about it is, is that that episode i don't remember how it ends is that the end of uh, that episode? Basically. Or does she go into work? No, basically. That, I'm pretty sure that's where it ends. Okay, cool. So the next episode is The Taxi. So it's genuinely rush hour. This is a bit in the future. I don't know how much time has passed. But we are getting in an Uber. It's a, it's a shared mm-hmm. Uber. Johnny is tipsy he's been having a great time and he gets in first he's the first Mm. in this ride share jay is coming down to london i think for the first time he's on this um he's on he's on a he's in a university Mm. degree path and he's coming to have a meeting at the university to convince them that he doesn't need to come into London for for part of his degree that he can just continue to work mm. out where he lives he because he doesn't know the distances between places he gets um, in the Uber ride chair only to discover that the place that he's going is about 10 minutes away but the the, the Uber driver promises that he can get him there by the time he needs to get there for his meeting so he stays in the cab so we have jay and johnny in this cab and also i think they get to talking like skipping two songs because like we sort of when we start i just remember when we when we start with the story jay has like Mm -hmm. a ticket to somewhere like he has a ticket for something that like is invalid or something because like it's he's like you know mm-hmm. whatever in the middle of that he's singing like star something 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 na 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 etc. And then we also so yeah um, and then that's when we got into the cab with Johnny. Okay, I th- I thought that was like just an intro to the song and then he continued the song in the cab when he was telling johnny about his degree or maybe i'm just confused um, i don't know i listened to this very late at night so my memory yeah. is not a hundred percent it was fair um but yeah yeah he's in the he's in the cab with 
Johnny mm. and he's telling him everything you said <laughs> about like you know what he's off to do and whatever yeah I mean yeah so he has um I mean they're, they're having like I don't even fully remember everything that mm. they spoke about but we find out that he's doing a degree in astronomy mm-hmm. which Johnny thinks initially is astrology because he asks him to read uh, like oh, he tells mm-hmm. him his sign his um his star sign he's like no that's not the thing <laughs> uh, Jay mm-hmm. seems to be like a little bit of a nervous workaholic kind of thing because he is trying to like he's already done his presentation but he's still like working on it trying to memorize it and Johnny's like you know if you haven't got it by now you'll mm-hmm. never get it and Jay took such offense he's like don't say that to me right now i don't need this from you but yeah it's it's cute and then they get into like why jay doesn't want to like stay in london for his degree and johnny's like oh no london's great you know and we get london's the town for me uh, london's the town for me something something no 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 but yeah, he's basically being like, London is amazing, which like, yeah, I felt so much like I felt homesick and I didn't like it. I was like, oh, London. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yes, I also neglected to mention our first connection in this text diagram, Johnny is the brother mm. of Ash. And that's why I said this is potentially this is a little bit in the future because by this time Ash and Rob mm-hmm. are together. We don't know like how long they've been together. It still seems mm-hmm. fairly newish. But yes, no, they do get together after that. So jo- yeah, Johnny's on so his way to eventually, meet them, actually. And yes. he invites Jay, like, hey, if you're done, you can come over, whatever. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cab driver is taking, yeah. like, the scenic route, apparently, <laughs> to where they need to go, um, playing matchmaker, question mark, question mark. Also, Johnny <laughs> asks the cab driver if his son is gay by asking if he likes bums and willies. And I died inside. <laughs> and I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> If I had to suffer, so do all of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think he, well, I think he first asked him if he was like a friend of yeah. Dorothy or something. And Jay was like, I don't think he's going to understand it. And that's why he went to, does he like bumps? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't, it wasn't Thanks good. for that one, Johnny. Thank you so much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> At the, at the end of the Uber ride, Jay gets out and then we kind of check back in a little later where Jay has come to find Johnny and they're talking about, oh, you know, this is like an incredible chance meeting and I've decided not to, uh, I've decided to stay in London for the year. Also, he did that without telling his mom, which I... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'd been like telling his mom this all the time. It's like, no, mom, I'm not gonna stay in London. I'm gonna try and convince them mm-hmm. to do my best. And he's like, just spontaneously, he meets yeah. one guy yeah. in an Uber, and he's like, 
you know what? I'm gonna yeah. change my whole life. That plan is pretty for much everyone on here. <laughs> Every single one is like mm, rational <laughs> thought. No, I'm going to chase this one person who I said so, like met serendipitously. I guess. Yeah, love that for them. You know, go after what your heart wants. <laughs> sure. Um. But yes, so Jay is not going to stay in London because he wants to maybe explore, like, being maybe potentially with Johnny mm. or whatever. And yeah, so that's Jay and yeah. Johnny. And that was the taxi episode. And then we go to the tube. Um, no, so I was just like me, oh. <laughs> the story, or at least the <laughs> yeah the whole story. Okay, so so we meet mm-hmm. Joel. Joel is overworked, um, overtired. He works at a law firm. He is trying to you know climb the corporate ladder or whatever, but he's like at the point where he doesn't think it's worth it anymore because he doesn't have a life he's on the tube heading home and in comes lola who is leaving Mm -hmm. her company because she just got um made redundant because she wasn't she wasn't really working Mm -hmm. well and by her own admittance later she was kind of doing it on purpose because she didn't think that the job was for her so she was kind of just like doing just quiet quiet quitting yeah so she got made redundant and this is the day that she's actually leaving her workplace she had her leaving due and apparently she didn't make that much of a social impression because not that many people came they misspelled her name on the card (laughs) one person um and like she overate on a bunch of food because it was it was there was catering but there weren't enough people so she just ate a bunch and she thinks she might have eaten something dodgy because her stomach is upset she spots joel like across the way mm-hmm. and she also most of this one is uh in our thoughts <laughs> in our monologues yes Yes, which took me a second to realize. I was just like, oh, so there's a slight echo on Mm. their thoughts. This is, the distinction is reverb. (laughs) All right, cool. So they both spot each other across the way. Joel kind of thinking that he recognizes her, but he's not sure. She also has the same brief thought, and then Mm. she remembers who she is, who he is, rather, and she's desperately trying not to have him remember her in this moment when she's not she's not on her A game like mm. she's having a rough day and this mm. woman uh, opens an energy drink next to her and you yeah. know some of them have like a yeah. really pungent smell to them and so it just triggers off her senses and she tries to get out but it's too late and she ends up being sick all over mm. her bags and her card and her hands and I'm just like mm, that's grim that's sad and I was like <laughs> think I was just like oh I I'm just so gl- thankful 
that in my like eight <laughs> years of living in London, I never had to encounter that. Because <laughs> like it's not like she could help it, right? Yes. And so I'm like, I'm just happy like I never came into a situation where someone couldn't help it. Yeah, maybe there is a God looking out for me, you know? <laughs> I mean, but yeah, so she's she's worried um, because he starts to, because he's a nice, he's a decent fellow, yeah. he comes over to help her and is like, are you okay? Like, do you need some assistance? And she's she tries to like brush him off at every turn. She's like, no, no, I'm fine. No, um, I'm just. And then she starts to lie. It's just like fully. Oh no, everything I'm going to, is a lie. <laughs> it's like I'm going to. He asks her where she's going, and she's like to West Hampstead when she's going to Hounslow, and mm-hmm. she. And he's like, oh, so you need to go this way to the Metropolitan. And she's like, no, I'm going to go this way to get some water, actually. And she like leaves her bags. So she has to go back and get her bags. Meanwhile, she's terrified that she's going to be sick again. Yeah. And he, he's, he's just trying to like escort her, make sure that she's okay. And then as they talk, he remembers who she is mm. and... She's like, oh my god, you're... And she's like, yeah, you're your flute boy from down the street of my grandmother's house. Yeah. Um, and he inquires about her grandmother, who's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, and he's well, like, oh yeah, I, pr- I haven't been home in a while, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awkward and kind of sweet in a way mm. uh, because as they talk she's continuing to lie mm. by the way she's like oh I have a boyfriend oh he, he's like a chef at this restaurant and we're going to be traveling yeah. to Thailand for a year yeah and I'm like where are these lies, lies coming from oh no I skipped a song again oh I clicked away to check my recording and I skipped the busker oh <laughs> On the train. Yes. So there's this busker that keeps coming back like every two episodes. Mm. On this one, he got onto the train. I think they're on the Piccadilly line or something. But got on the train and managed to rope Joel into singing Everything's Alright with him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just uh, again, another thing where it's just like he comes in and he's like, hey. Everybody, I'm going to come and disturb your evening. Um, and, you know, so like, na 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 something, 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 na 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 everything's all right. Yeah, and then he does, like, recruit Joel to sing with him. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, why, though? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's essentially a song that's like, you know, you only live once and you remember to smile. This isn't all that life is. Mm. And it's just like, I understand the topical nature of this podcast, however, go away. Mm. Uh, but yes, so um, on the station, they they get to the place where she can get some water, they get a Coke, he also gets some chips. 
and she's grateful because the chips might help her settle her stomach a bit. And they revealed that Joel at one point actually sent a love letter to her yes. when they were kids. Mm. And apparently it was actually copied out of a magazine. So it wasn't one that he actually wrote. But seeing him admit to that makes um, Lola kind of come clean about everything that she's been saying mm. slowly. So she's like, I'm actually not traveling. Um, I just got made redundant at my job for the reasons I talked about earlier. She was underperforming because she didn't really want to be there. He seemed very put together in his life. And so she didn't want to seem a dis- at a disadvantage yeah. at the moment. So she just lied. Yeah. And also she's like, yeah, and I I don't live in West Hampstead. I've actually never even been there. I actually live on the complete <laughs> opposite side of the city. Yeah. It's like I live with my dad and his wife. And he even remembers like the kind of car that her dad used to drive. Mm. And so it's like, oh. <laughs> And if, if it wasn't clear before, this Lola is the same Lola that went on the blind date with Rob. Mm-hmm. So, there's a connection there. Mm-hmm. So, they begin to, like, after she, like, come, comes clean about the fact that she doesn't have a boyfriend as well, they start to part, and then we get the song Whirlwind, which um, is more of a you know things like this don't happen all the time even if it involves vomit on the tube you know maybe like this is a sign kind of a song Mm -hmm. something 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 doesn't happen to me something 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 reality is wrong etc but yeah so uh, before they part all together they actually decide since she's not traveling um, if they can meet at Friday uh, was it Friday on the weekend or something mm. at Hoxton at her quote unquote boyfriend's restaurant mm. so yeah they're going to go on a date and that's the tube Ooh. halfway through mm. all of the episodes mm-hmm. so now episode 4 the bus. So we have Ben, who is learning to be a bus driver. He's in training. I was pretty sure that when you're in training, they don't have people on the bus, but maybe he's at the stage where you can have people on the bus. So he's still learning to be a bus driver. And I think it's raining as well. So he pulls up and this woman gets on and she has cerebral palsy. Wait, first he Emma. drives past her, I think. And yes. um, his, whoever's like meant to be guiding him or whatever or whatever, supervising him is like, you missed a bus stop. Also, there was a person there, you know, in the middle of the rain and then he has to go back and get her, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> And she's very sarcastic. She's like, oh, thank you so much 
for stopping and letting us on your bus. Mm. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're very welcome. And she's like, ah, no, no, that's not <laughs> what I meant. But yes, no, she has cerebral palsy. And someone is like trying to aggressively offer her a seat on on the bus that she does not want it. Yep. She's just like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I just, one half of my body don't really work. He's like, you know what? There's no problem in taking help here. He's like, I, I don't want this. Anyway. So, Emma is on the phone with Joel from the last episode. Who is now, he's now with Lola. So more time is passing. But Joel is with Lola. And Joel is her cousin. And Joel is the son of Martin. And I don't feel bad in saying that because we find that out later on in the episode. Mm. But yes, so while Ben is driving the bus, I think he th- he sings Give Me Something Sweet, which is him basically expressing like, you know, some people are content with a life like this, this isn't me mm. kind of a thing. Give me something sweet. Na, 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 na. Something, something. We come to the end of the day for him. Um, his supervisor gets off the bus. He's doing the check. And he finds Emma asleep on his bus. Mm. And he's like, oh, shit. Um, you can't be here. Wake up. And she's like, oh, um, sure, I guess. I'll just get off then. And he's like, no, I actually can't let you get off the bus. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> my supervisor is getting in his car. And if he sees you get off the bus, he'll know I have done a terrible job and, you know, all of that stuff. And she's like, are you kidnapping me? Is this what's happening? <laughs> and he's, he's not. But he essentially makes her a deal that is like, okay. You live in X place. It's close to the bus garage. I will take you there if you just don't expose that you're on this bus to my boss. Mm. And she considers it. And then it's like, all right, fine. I guess I can do that for you. And then we check back in with Robin Ash in the middle of the episode. Apparently they had gone out and... It's very late, so they're trying to get the bus that's going to take them back to the station so they can head back to Farringdon. But, of course, that bus isn't in service. And, again, I mentioned earlier, it had been raining. So they end up getting splattered and their shoes ruined. But then they have, like, a, a small... It's not even really an argument. It's, like, a disagreement. Yeah. Because Ash has all of these plans... Yeah, like we're going about... here with this friend and here with this friend and we're doing this and we're doing that. And Rob's like, this is overwhelming. Is... <laughs> yeah, essentially, he's like, I don't think, I don't know if you like me or the idea of me. Mm-hmm. And Ash just kind of brushes over it. Mm-hmm. And we don't we don't get more on that then. But later on, it's obvious that that is a thing. Yeah. So, back in the bus with um, Emma and Ben, Emma's impersonating a sat nav poorly, and absolutely poorly. <laughs> yes, it's terrible. But they're they're talking, and they discover that Ben has a side hustle 
where he is making colognes and but he doesn't really have like a plan on how to make more of that mm. than it just being like a, a, a hobby kind of a side mm. thing it's kind Whereas of like Emma, I figured if I you know if it was good the market would open itself up to me I don't know <laughs> and she's like so, anyways not- I'm ambitious so <laughs> <laughs> she is Mm. which is something that joel was warning her about earlier in the episode um he was like i know you have these plans but honestly i swear to god it's not worth it and so we find out that her plan is world domination essentially that's on her vision board and but ben is being kind of like an ass about it Mm. he's like making fun of like the concept of a vision board and like he's like oh well what's your five-year plan and all of this kind of stuff Mm. like not necessarily taking her very seriously yeah um and like world domination isn't a serious goal but it's kind (laughs) of like well yeah she's trying she's trying she's trying to explain like you have to have like a lofty goal Mm. so that you can like at least get somewhere towards what you want but they have like a a breakdown in communication and she essentially tells him that he's being like a a real tool Mm. and she gets off the bus she hadn't like led him to her home because that wouldn't be a wise thing to do even if he is driving a bus Mm. and He's like trying to encourage her to like get back on the bus because it's it's raining, you know, and he doesn't like want to let a let a woman out in the rain in the dark mm. next to the art house theater, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But she's determined to just deal with it on her own, and we get the song "Keep Up." Um, me the keys to the castle. Or whatever and she's talking about essentially her plans of you know being super successful or whatever so she manages to to make it home as she's currently living with her uncle and and his wife and her uncle is martin as i mentioned yes uh he was worried about her being out so late but apparently like she's just used to that based on her mother and father's previous work schedules like she's just used to fending for herself yeah and then we also start to get hints that something is potentially amiss in martin and debbie's relationship and yeah there is that and then we fast forward i think a couple days and ben is driving the bus again Mm -hmm. And he, this guy, he's not going to have his job for long. Yeah, no, um, he's a terrible bus driver. <laughs> like, awful. But, um, so he's driving, he's still getting instruction from his supervisor. And then he sees Emma, and my guy just stops the bus and leaves the bus. Mm. Um, Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> No, but can you imagine? Like, I'm, like, genuinely, I'm in the bus and I want to get home and this man gets off. We're not even at a bus stop or anything. 
okay. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, but, but, um, so he runs off, he meets up with Emma. Meanwhile, I think his supervisor said, um, this bus um, has stopped due to mechanical failure. It sees the drivers not thinking with his head and thinking with other parts or something like that. I don't mm. remember. But he goes to get Emma and Emma's like, I've just been sent home. And like her nose is stuffed up. Mm. She sounds a little sick. Mm. And we find out that because she had been assigned to get some tickets uh, for some clients but the tickets turned out to be fake and so they were turned away at the stadium mm. and then the the present that she had gotten for her boss sent sent them to the hospital because they were allergic to the hazelnut inside yeah. which there's no way you could know but generally for stay away from nut presents yeah. if you don't know yeah. in general and now she's like been sent home so it's like not a great day for her but she's on the bus now and Ben is like oh well you know I've been like rehashing my sense because he had been working on like a day to a day a week sent uh, thing mm. and so he rehashed one of the days and she's like what do you think and she's like I can't smell anything <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, yeah, and I don't really remember. I think he, they agreed. She he asks to, her like, out, out like a couple times, and she's yeah. basically like, "Oh, you don't have to like." I don't. He initially he's like, um, "You know, I want to take you out to thank you for, you know, your advice or whatever," and she's like, "No, literally, you don't have to," and the supervisor's like, "Oh my god, he is asking you out because he fancies you." And she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so they, I think they agreed to go on the date and everyone cheers on the bus. I wouldn't be, but I, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, if I wasn't in a rush, then maybe I'd be like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> But if sure. I'm trying to get somewhere, yeah. you 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 have to have your love story on someone else's time, like, not mine. Exactly. I swear to God. Exactly. But yeah, so that's Emma and Ben, and then we get to the bikes Ooh. with Fran and Pinar. Ooh. So Ash and Rob are having a rough time, and. Fran has heard all about it from Ash. They, I don't think, they haven't broken up at this point, mm. but they're like, it's rocky in this relationship. And Ash is consumed with the thoughts of what to do. Martin's trying to think of some kind of gesture that he can make to his wife Debbie and he's like looking up different information love language and Fran stuff has, as well yeah and Fran has a date that she has to get to yeah um, also they almost get killed by a cyclist <laughs> yeah. which I feel the mood I feel it as someone who has been hit by a cyclist before <laughs> I feel it personally but and nonetheless, 
So Fran ends up having to take a bike, mm-hmm. I think, in order to get to where she needs to go. And we get the song Another Bike. I, I remember liking the song. <laughs> I think I liked like of all of the episodes, I think I liked this one most. Mm. But yeah, I like the there's like a bit where like there's like a a trade off of lines of like another na 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 run into each other when I think Pilar is trying to like put a bike in the wrong dock or something mm. um, or she's having difficulty docking in the first place I don't remember but she's trying to get to Harangay Green Lanes which I was I was like oh my god it's a place I'm like actively familiar with okay <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> no, because they they say all these different. Like, I don't know where Farringdon is, <laughs> but sure, Harringray Green Lanes, yeah. And PR is like, uh, no, Fran is like, oh, that's ages away, like from from where they are. Mm-hmm. And initially, I think Fran is trying to give her directions, and then is like, you know, I'll just I'll just show you. How about that? And she's like, oh. Because she mentions that she has a date, but I guess decides that this would maybe be a better adventure also. She's kind of invested in helping this woman now because they kind of helped each other out with the bike docking thing. Mm -hmm. So... um, And they had the whole conversation of like, you almost killed me! And she's like, oh my god, I'm sorry! Yes. But yes, we learned that Pilar is Spanish and Mm -hmm. she's like, moved to London and she's like trying to find a place to live um, and that's what she's going to Harringay for mm. is to like try to see a place and so they make it <laughs> but all along Fran's like this is gonna be like a drug den <laughs> it's gonna be a crack house <laughs> I'm just like Harry well <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's not that bad is it um (laughs) but the place that pilar is going to is called the where home and friends like nah nah -uh. (laughs) this this sounds this is this is gonna be like a a little bit dodgy Um, i feel like you're gonna get trafficked let me just (laughs) go with you so they make it to the where home noted by the cone in the front as per the instructions and I don't know the character's name mm. but we get the song Welcome to the Ware Home where they're essentially being shown around the place yeah it's a it's a <laughs> you haven't learned to be free but the Ware Home some can help you get there something 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 yeah it's it's a fun little song however at the end of it Pilar is like you know 
a what you know <laughs> thank you so much um for this and they're like you know what you think about it um and let me know and <laughs> as soon as they leave she's like oh no this is another dud <laughs> i can't i can't do this oh and fran is understandably like well you know it's not the worst thing ever um at the same time that's london housing for you yeah um she's not wrong <laughs> um but essentially like there's always going to be like something wrong with some place yeah. and so you have to like kind of figure out like what's the worst that you can limit yourself to mm-hmm. and pilar's word like we get like uh intersped bits where fran talks about you know ash and um her situation because ash has been like swallowed up by the sky and so she has to hear all about it and when they go to get a coffee pilar's like oh but what about your date not knowing that Fran cancelled it ages ago. Mm-hmm. Just saying she's not going to make it. And Fran's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. Ash, I think. There is a suggestion huh. of where they're like, I don't remember what it is that is said, but one of them is like, so is this a date? And the other one's like, would you like it to be? And then they're like, okay, I guess we're on a date right now. Cool. <laughs> I think I think it was I think it was that Fran didn't plan on telling Ash that the date hadn't happened. Right. So oh yes. When Ash should ask like ask how's it about... going or how did it go or something yeah. like that. Right. Yeah. Yes. And so they kind of like mutually decided that this was a date. Mm. I was like, when did y'all decide this? <laughs> you just met but yeah i guess that's fine they were having vibes and then <laughs> i wasn't aware yeah. of the vibes until now but they were having them <laughs> and then i guess they're like they were going to like they had asked like i don't know if it's okay to kiss you or something and they might have been going to and then ash called and like, god damn it ash um but Ash and Rob have broken up. She's shock horror. Devastated. Yeah. And so Fran, being the good friend that she is, is immediately like, I have to go. I have to like deal with this. I'm really sorry. And I think Pilar gives Fran her number so that she can text her when she gets home. Because mm. Pilar's just going to cycle. Like she's been doing all day. Yeah, they basically kiss goodbye, kinda. And yes, Pilar asks Fran, like, was that okay oh. or whatever? Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was getting the signals right. Yeah, and she's like, no, no, they were right. I just like she seemed like hesitant, and then it's like you kind of feel like I I forget the specific analogy that they use, but like kind of boxed in by expectations kind of a thing Mm. PR leaves and then we get Fran singing it all makes sense oh gosh Fran's such a great singer I don't know who plays Fran Mm. but I really enjoy her Um, and it's yeah so the song's basically about like 
I might be gay, actually. Interesting. Never considered it. But it makes sense now. <laughs> so it's like, it all makes sense now. Etc. Etc. Et but yeah, it's very good. And yeah, that's episode five. And now Say. we get to the last episode, which is The Station. Ooh. And it's Martin and Debbie. Yeah. So, Martin has decided that his grand gesture <laughs> is going to be a vow renewal <laughs> in King's Cross Station with all their like friends and loved ones gathered together mm. that he did not get permission for mm-hmm. to hold. And he has built like a huge arch mm-hmm. in the station. And it's almost um, Christmas and everybody's going home. So like yeah, not a lot not of people Christmas can like... <laughs> no one can really yeah. make it to the to the occasion. We get the update that uh Joel and Lola have gone to Thailand. Yes. Which good for you. Yeah. Good good for you. Yeah. Christmas in Thailand. Mm. And so Emma is there um joel was actually meant to give like a speech and maybe do a little flute but he's again in thailand he was meant to so do the Martin's ceremony asked. and he's um martin had decided had thought it was suitable for him to do it because he's a lawyer and yes and was like well i don't think like renewal <laughs> like vow renewals really need you know the law question mark question mark <laughs> but so Emma's there and she'll officiate probably mm. Johnny and Jay and Fran and Ash are in a taxi heading to the station um, for the vow renewal Johnny thinks it's kind of weird what's happening and then we get into the fact that Martin technically doesn't have permission for this mm-hmm. Jay is heading back to I think was it Lewisham or something and is like oh well I don't know if I want to go back empty handed like he still has shopping to do which it's Christmas Eve yeah. why do you still have shopping <laughs> to do um mm. but so he and Johnny essentially decide to bail because it's like the last time that they have before um, Jay has to go home and so they want to spend it together doing stuff that they want to rather than attending this person that they don't really know's yeah. vow <laughs> renewal ceremony mm. um, which fair enough but they were just like why did you guys like decide to come and then leave <laughs> <laughs> why would you like just say from the get go you don't want to do the thing don't get in the taxi with me (laughs) and like (laughs) like, what the hell but yes so they bail Ash and and Rob are still broken up Mm. and then we get to Fran and Pilar and they're not working either because Pilar can find a place to live and she didn't feel very welcomed, mm. which was partly on Fran because she didn't introduce her to any of 
her friends. Mm. And so she's decided, Pilar has decided to go back to Spain. And her flight back is that day. Which, why are you taking a flight on Christmas Eve? Do you know how often those things get cancelled? Dude. All of of them. Terrible time. Every single one, except for like, (laughs) I guess, Joel and Lola who have, you know, made proper transportation arrangements for a holiday like everyone else is sort of like oh yeah christmas is tomorrow i probably should attend to that (laughs) okay oh god uh but yes so her flights in like four hours jay and uh i think johnny does like a version of i'll smile i smile like thinking about like the person who's next to me Mm. And then when it's just Fran and Ash and Ash is encouraging Fran to, you know, like, you know, go out and get your girl, man. You know, like you have time to her flights in four hours. She's probably still at home. You know, you have a chance. You have a chance. Tell her how you feel tell her you love her yeah because yeah she does ask like hey so is it like do you like really like her like that and she's like yeah i really do i i love her yeah and i think she's basically gonna propose for her to move in with her question mark right yeah Mm. yes because basically that was her plan but she never like said it right and so she didn't do anything yeah because I think, I think it wasn't meant to be permanent. I think that's the way she described it. She was like, I was going to offer for her to stay with me until she found somewhere. But, and you know, I kind of understand because I think it would have felt like maybe a little presumptuous mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you know, like we're kind of dating and you don't have a place to stay. Maybe you could stay with me. Because we don't know how long their relationship's been going. They might have been yeah. dating like a week. <laughs> do you move in with someone yeah. you've been dating for a week? I don't know. But but yes, so maybe that will happen. And we also, because Fran's asking what's going to happen with Rob, Ash is like, oh, that's done. You know, I'm going to try to like be happy with myself for a while because, you know, I think I was, our arguments were based on the fact that I was like trying to make him more like me mm. and looking back I kind of was but it's mm-hmm. I, I don't know her reasoning it's just like she kind of swamped him with her personality and wasn't really paying much attention to his mm. just trying to be a couple rather than being like what each other are even though she liked the aspects of him that were different to her yeah which I think is just also like the I because for so long there was she had this idea of him like not really his personality yeah. but like who that that she really liked him that she like never really stopped to consider that she's actually never actually known him and they've not really learned about each other so yeah so it's basically that and she's just like oh fuck i haven't been paying attention <sighs> but yes so um and i think that's when she sings i'll smile was it, was it? okay anyways um i'll smile dun, 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 dun. 
I'll smile. Dun, 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 dun. And she's singing other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. And speaking of Rob, we check back in with Rob now. Um, he is out shopping, uh, doing last minute Christmas shopping with his friend Angus, who had set him up with Lola. Mm. But Angus is busy trying to get people things, but ending up finding things that he wants for himself. Mm. And so he's just buying them for himself. But Rob, through the course of the conversation, we find out that Rob has been like seeing things that remind him of Ash and bringing her up often enough that Angus has to make a comment on it even though Rob is the one who ended the relationship. Yeah. And we find out it's mostly due to... It's partly what Ash was saying in that she wasn't really paying attention to him, which was making him like feel like he wasn't good enough. Yeah. But also it's the fact that he already was worried that she was going to get bored of him and eventually they drift apart mm. like what happened with his previous girlfriend and he kind of wanted to get the jump on that before he could get hurt mm. and so he ended the relationship but clearly he liked her yeah. and is still kind of into her so because he keeps bringing her Angus, up and Angus is like I need you to decide yeah. right now because I cannot keep going like this <laughs> <laughs> she's what is oh uh, he says something like there's a there's a fine line between fear and excitement mm. and he's like you don't know you might not know which one it is but you like being with ash and so you should probably give that a shot and oh also we get angus singing the song um do, do we, we have, have to do christmas to have, do christmas this year yeah, he's basically he's such a grinch love that for him um he's like do it like why are we buying other adult presents like who decided that we should be doing that who's who said that like this needs to be the etiquette because he simply does not want to be buying people presents right now he's like we live in late stage capitalism <laughs> i don't want to participate if i like the thing i'm gonna buy the thing for me i don't mm -hmm. feel the necessity to buy things for everyone else yeah. <laughs> and compound my debt you know so mm -hmm. And like I guess I respect that. Like fair enough. Yeah. Um but yes, so Rob kind of encouraged by Angus is like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna find um I'm gonna find Ash. We're gonna talk this out. I'm gonna see if I can salvage this relationship. Because mm -hmm. he knows that she's going to this thing in King's Cross so he hustles there. Yeah. Meanwhile <laughs> King's Cross while this had been happening Debbie who had been late still hadn't arrived and Martin was like hoping like a, a person on the piano had started to play and he's like oh this is going to be romantic but by the time the person finishes she still hasn't come mm -hmm. and then because Fran has gotten out of the car um, and gotten on a bike to go and see Pilar Ash is the only other person that arrives 
<laughs> and so it's Emma and Ash and Martin mm. and they're like oh we need something romantic and there's speakers so Ash decides oh she's gonna put her phone in but then the arch that they so uh, fragilely <laughs> constructed comes crashing down mm. and Ash's phone cracks I think mm. or it goes dead I'm not sure I think both um, and so it's unsalvageable for the moment <laughs> And then Debbie comes and they're like, surprise! <laughs> and she's like, Martin, what's happening? What's, what is this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like, oh, this was meant to be like a surprise vow renewal. And she's like, Martin, <laughs> my mother is in our house. I have chicken crown i have a turkey crown defrosting i have raw prawns in my i don't have time for this it is christmas eve Mm. what are you doing um and (laughs) respectfully emma and ash are like you know i'm just gonna leave you to like like you know merry christmas (laughs) goodbye seems Um, like a thing that you guys need to sort out alone (laughs) so we're just gonna head out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so Debbie and Martin are talking and Martin's like I was gonna take you to France right after this when she asks about the beret and she's like what are you talking about you were gonna take me to France he's like you, you know, know I, I was have... trying to talk, like do things for you in your love language or whatever and she's like what <laughs> are you talking about <laughs> like what it's like He's like, you know, I was trying to like bring back the old me and be more spontaneous. She's like, you have never been spontaneous <laughs> a day in your life. It's like, no, I used to go on those trips and I only have one bag. And she's like, yes, your meticulously packed bag with your little pre-planned organization. Like, this is this is not mm. you. Mm. And again, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, <laughs> like we have shit to do. Uh, can like, we like just push the tickets and he's like ooh about that I did not get a flexi <laughs> ticket so I cannot do that actually <laughs> this guy like, I don't understand what his plan was like genuinely but she's like look I know that things are like not great in our relationship right now but it, they're they're not terrible and it's better yeah. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I suppose it is a little better. I think she like appreciated him trying. Yeah. At the same time, it it feels exhausting <laughs> to try and deal with that. But they're like, you know, I love you, and you will work through it. And they sing like a piece of Christmas then and always, but like, different couples sing it throughout. And then, so Emma and Ash are talking. They're walking and talking. And Emma is... I forget what they speak about first. But, you know, Ash gets into the fact that she doesn't have... She's with anyone at the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I think before that, they though, they Ash mentions like she smells really nice, yes. Emma. And... Emma's like, oh, you know, my boyfriend has this little um, side hustle where he makes um, scents and you know, she's like now helping him to like have some goals 
in his life yeah. which you know i think is probably what he needed um and he's actually like developed a memory scent for her so she wouldn't feel homesick mm. um because that, that was that, like that evokes... uh it's basically a callback to their episode where when she had initially smelled him she was like oh the patchouli and whatever reminds me of like my mom she was a hippie she is a hippie yeah Mm. so yeah that's the scent it's like a better version of that scent yes and ash is like oh that's kind of cool he might be onto something with the memory scent um stuff and you know she begins to talk about um at emma's prompting you know that she's not in a relationship anymore because she was like she like idealized this guy but wasn't really paying attention to him as a person you know despite getting him like a bunch of gifts she wasn't sure if he was actually gonna like any of them Mm. and you know emma emma was basically like oh well why don't you just try and like do it again and ash is like you know like both people kind of have to agree like I can't just one-sidedly decide to like try the relationship again and then I think Emma says something that her business teacher said which was you don't get the things you don't ask for Mm. and so Ash decides you know what you're right I'm gonna give it like a shot at least he's gonna be getting on XYZ train and Emma's like how do you know that and she (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like I'm a little high maintenance don't worry about it um and so she Ash runs off to go and like try to get onto Rob's train mm-hmm. before before it leaves um Rob is heading to where the um vow renewal ceremony was supposed to be and runs into Martin and is like oh um where's Ash? Uh, trying to... I can't call her. Like, what's going on? And Martin's like, oh, her phone's cracked. You probably won't be able to get to her that way. Mm-hmm. And is essentially like, look, I don't know, because Rob tells him that he is train guy. Mm-hmm. And Martin's like, oh, I'm a little starstruck, actually. <laughs> but also don't hurt Ash, because yeah. she's, she's a very nice girl, mm-hmm. you know. And so Rob runs off to see if he can get the train um, before Ash leaves. And so they're both heading in the wrong direction because she's heading to his train and he's heading to her train. Um, On his train, uh, Ash gets um, confronted by an old woman who asks her to put her luggage in an overhead bin. And she's looking for Rob, but she can't see him. And so she on the train but just manages to get off i thought she was stuck on the train oh same to be honest i, I thought, thought yeah because like i thought with her <laughs> i thought like they didn't get out of, of her way in time or whatever or open the door in time so yeah when like rob and ash like talk i was like wait <laughs> huh <laughs> but yeah so rob runs the farringdon train no not farringdon they're not going to farringdon they're going to their mom's place mm-hmm. and he runs into johnny which I'm like, there are all these train carriages. How do you find the one that Johnny's mm. in? Like, do they have like preferred like spaces on the train? Like, 
do they always get into carriage three because I'm a person like that. Like, yes, I have a preferred carriage. Yes, <laughs> so maybe maybe they just have a preferred carriage. But so Johnny gets into... Not Johnny. Rob gets into the train and he spots Johnny and they have a conversation. And Jay's, John, Jay's already gone. Johnny's like, I thought Ash would be with you. She, he's like, no, I thought he, she would be with you. Where is she then? What the hell is she then? You... And he's trying to get... Um, Rob to stay on the train with him so that he doesn't get abandoned again and I'm just like abandoned again you left them in the taxi you could have been right next to her this whole time you fucked off with your boyfriend abandoned anyway Johnny (laughs) so Rob seeing that Ash is not on the train gets back off with Johnny's word to call her a Christmas Judas or something Mm. like that for leaving him to fend with um, their mom herself, himself Mm. and yes so both Ash and Rob end up meeting in the train station and they end up talking yay (laughs) both of them met the wife of their coffee guy or whatever (laughs) yes and they, they have a chat and you know they they essentially decide like they're going to try and reconcile this over a coffee maybe after they apologize and yeah that's that's all also um fran confessed to pilar that she loved her at some point in this mm-hmm. is a part of the afterword and also martin um, gets a, yes. a, a fine <laughs> for his little display yes um at the station. yes he did because that's great but yes that's that's crush hour yay we got through it yeah (laughs) right so I was gonna say that's the end of the movie but it's not the movie that's the end of the podcast um (laughs) uh and now let's get into our ratings um Mm -hmm. with our standard rhetoric of five starting with music because there's no choreography because it's a podcast music Mm -hmm. I (laughs) So I liked some of these songs more than I liked some of the other songs. Um, were they all written by the same person? I don't know. I know that. Uh, I mean, the stories were written by different people, as far as I know, but I don't know if the songs themselves. Were. Yeah, I think, I think it was composed by the same person. So there was a lot of different like feelings going through some of the songs I have a difficulty with some of the wording choices in some of it um, but overall wait why <laughs> oh you know like I don't know uh, okay what what was the what is the one I'm thinking of the bus no, not the bus one what is the one the vomit one um so like the <laughs> so what? um oh the train the yes the tube um the tube yeah so initially in the duet that they sing not the busker one but the one that they sing like I like the latter half of that song more than I like the beginning you mean um, whirlwinds yes that one okay. But it's just it's just like some like simple like word choices. Um, some are predictable. Um, 
but something about the word reality bugs me. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, uh, but yeah, no, like overall, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, and also, like whirlwinds is one of the songs I think is like sung. Like they have really strong singers in that song. It's Samantha Barker. I can't fault her um, for mm. anything vocally. So <laughs> I don't have that much of a problem with it. I don't know. I just I don't. And I think you might say as well. I have like difficulty finding majority of these songs significantly memorable. Yeah. Um. I I think maybe that's my only critique. Like I don't. None of these songs are just like, oh my god, that one, I want to listen to over and over and over again. Like, mm. the the Wear Home song is fun, um, but again, I don't I don't feel anything. And y'all know I'm like the classic romance hater on this um, <laughs> on this show, yeah. but I don't think that's what's driving my thoughts with these songs I just I don't really I don't really feel anything about the songs um Mm. so I guess I'll I'll give it um I guess 3.5 out of 5 yeah 3.5 out of 5 um dubious arches okay uh yeah i also don't really find the songs to be memorable really um they sound nice like like as they were happening i was like oh this is cute but like i walked away not really remembering anything and except for like another bike because I like that one. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I like the, like I said before, the back and forth. So I, I would say that's probably my favorite song from from this. But yeah. like, I don't know. I don't really have any like strong connection to any of it. Like they tell, mm-hmm. you know, they do their job, obviously, in that they tell the story um, in the perspective of the character or whatever. You know, the things that, you know, songs and musicals do. They do, they have, they work functionally. <laughs> Um, and they sound nice and everyone who's performing for the most part is doing a really good job. So like it's it's like technically not bad, you know, um, it is technically pretty good. But I again, just I have no strong feelings here. <laughs> I don't really um, care that much, you know, um, for them. So uh 3.5 arches i guess yeah cool story um i appreciate that they interconnected um the people as as Mm -hmm. you do in like the classic rom-com fashion um they said it towards Christmas, you know, another romantic time, I guess. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I think, (laughs) 
like you were saying when we were talking about it, no one has sense in this, yeah. so we just have to like a sp- suspension of disbelief every decision <laughs> that they're making. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's a meat cute, yay! Um, but then they're together almost instantly, and I'm just mm-hmm. I hate that. <laughs> I hate things that are like that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just, ooh, I get, I get so irate. I'm just like, ooh, I'm gonna change my whole life for this guy that I just met. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, you can't. Your emotions can't run your whole body. Like that can't happen. Yeah. Honestly. Um. Like the like the the Ash and Rob one, I was fine. I was sold with that. She like watched him for a whole year and did nothing. Like she told yeah. everyone about him. Like she built up a whole idea, which was actually detrimental to their relationship. That through line, believed it. Mm. Jay and Johnny, no. that's the one I can't and you know maybe like people live differently to me and Mm -hmm. their their modus operandi is so different that Mm -hmm. we could come up here with a plan to not have to go to university in a different county and then come out of it with a plan to stay here for a whole year yeah Uh, sure sure yeah Um, yeah and then Lola and Joel yeah that was cute they were like childhood friends she had a childhood crush they had like some history there Mm -hmm. you know and they decided to like go to a restaurant that's fine absolutely Mm -hmm. fine like he was a bit generous with the fact that she had thrown up everywhere you know he's he's like a decent fellow that's fine Mm -hmm. Ben and Emma, no, <laughs> can't stop a whole bus full of people mm. for a girl. <laughs> you can't do yeah. it. Yeah. You can't. Oh my god. Um, P- Pilar and Fran, cute, cute though. Um potentially putting yourself in a dangerous situation, helping a random stranger get to a place where you are almost certain that it Mm. is a drug den and you just go anyway. You're like, this Mm. is fine. Nah. Questionable choices, friend. Okay. And like, like, she even like, they even like, like asked about kissing you. And it's like, it was cute. Sure. Mm. And then Martin and Debbie... It, it, was, it was fine. He wasn't thinking. They've been married. It's okay. <laughs> mm. But it's, it's like, it like a teeter-totter. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I can't do this to me. <laughs> Some of these people would frustrate the shit out of me. Uh, mm. But I guess, I guess that's how life is. You balance like the spontaneous with the, with the not-so-spontaneous. Oof. Disturbing to me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but like the the overall through line of relationships, I I don't have like 
a super serious problem with. Um, and I thought the stories that they did tell um, that I liked, they told well. So for story, I'll give it 3.75, uh, no, yes, 3.75 out of 5 cocky green gray coats. Cool. Um, I mean, I appreciated how they like linked all of the stories, given that they were going to give us six stories. Um, it's like it inter interconnected in a way that's not really disturbing in any way. Like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't fully call into question any logic or anything. It It's also fairly removed in a way that like the stories can sort of stand on their own without the connections but the connections kind of like a cute thing where it's like oh yeah this person from like three stories ago is still alive and they're related to this person you know yeah <laughs> um obviously i like i like the bike the bike was great um but i have a bias <laughs> um so you know um i was also kind of like at this point by the time because i hadn't actually read um any of the descriptions right and by this time which is like it's the second to last story i was like interesting we have yet to get like a female gay thing going on so you know um and like fran was going on a date with a guy and i was like ugh. and then there and then Pilar came and i was like okay great <laughs> I <don't. laughs> i'm here um so I liked it the most. Um, I think the train one is also cute. Uh, I get, you know, I guess. Like, I get it, you know, being having a crush on someone you don't really know. <clears throat> and uh, having to, like, learn who they actually are versus who you sort of projected them to be. Like, it's... Mm -hmm sure right like their entire arc that wove throughout the various stories it makes sense and you know fairly well told i think so um yeah I, it's inoffensive it's fine <laughs> I, don't, I don't you know like i said like they're just like you said as well like the decisions that some of them make are like i would like you to think for two more minutes before you do these things but okay um so you know but it's a it's a rom-com and rom is it would you consider there to be a calm there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't mean that in any way other than like is it would it be considered a comedy in any way i it, think would it has it? some comedic i mean they tried they had like the reoccurring busker they had right you know them almost getting killed by a cyclist they had <laughs> right them, um they got splashed by the bus you know i guess um uh, i suppose okay so rom-com then <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's just like it's kind of the nature of rom-coms for like characters who to act um, with completely with their heart and not really with like 
their like what reality is you know like what their life is um and they're just like yeah you know i will like completely alter my life and the way that i i was planning to live um for this uh, person that i met two whole minutes ago it's love at first sight you know i love that i said so sarcastically um yeah i don't know man it's fine <laughs> uh i i think i'll, I'll i'm gonna stick to my 3.5 motif and give it a 3.5 gray khaki green jet coats yeah cool overall enjoyment um i didn't hate it uh i don't mean that in a bad sense like i, I didn't <clears throat> i don't find it like it's there's nothing offensive about it that i could tell um and i think they probably worked at it to make it like generally appealing to mm. to all everyone finds love way um so i can't i can't really find fault in that way uh was it entertaining a little bit uh it was it was cute like listening to how they're all gonna meet up and they all have like fairly unique personalities um, so I, I liked hearing them in that way. Um, so would I listen to it again? Probably not immediately, <laughs> but not because yeah. any part of it was like significantly bad just cause I don't really feel like the yeah. need to, mm. um, but yeah, while I while I listened to it, it was entertaining. Um, so yeah, I guess for overall enjoyment, I will give it. Um, uh, give it a four. I'll give it a four. I'm feeling generous. I'll give it a four out of five. Um, memory sense cool i mean yeah i enjoy it i you know i also like listen to most of these episodes like in mon during like in monday oh, what on monday and tuesday um <laughs> and so like i kind of like I, I don't know. I listened to the station today, but like I listened to the other ones like a while ago, and then I had to like re-listen to the other episodes in two point five two point five speed, as I told you, um, just so I could refresh myself on what happened because I was like, oh, I think I don't remember any of it actually, um, <laughs> and so in terms of replayability, because I guess I have some <laughs> experience of that right now. Uh, you know, it's fine. Like, I won't be going to listen to it again right now, you know? But, you know, it's not off the table. 
Like, I could, right? Like, also, the other episodes, like, really did go by really fast. Like, it, it, um, also because they're only, like, half-hour episodes, I think. 20-something minutes. Um, so they went by pretty fast. I had only initially planned to listen to one episode a day, um, but found myself listening to more. So, you know, there is that for it. I did enjoy it. <laughs> I might not sound like I did, but I did. I, I did enjoy it. <laughs> I, I found it to be a fairly, like, you know, a, a, decent, time to, a decent way to pass the time. Um, so sure you know it's it's a vibe and i'm sure like like also by the way like if you are like a rom-com person this is like absolutely like this is pretty like good for that i just don't (laughs) watch those movies anymore um they're not really interesting to me generally so like i'm not really a rom-com person um which has the biggest thing to do with like where I sit here um in that like I'm not quite I guess the target audience question mark question mark question mark because it is a musical but you know whatever yeah (laughs) for what it is I had a fun time so I'll give it 3.75 memory sense yeah that's yeah 3.5 3.5 out of 5 memory sense. Now's the time for obsessions. Our favorite theater news. Our moment for some confessions. Things that we have us enthused. Things with which we are amused. And that is it. Um, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Okay. It really it took a lot um, out of me. Uh, So this is the part of the podcast where we talk about things that are musical related, theater related, musical theater related um, that we I don't know happened upon in the past however many days since our last recording, and I don't really have much. Um, other than to say Into the Woods won a Grammy like the Into the Woods um, revival um, cast recording won a Grammy so yay that's awesome and um, the other thing is Chloe Bailey of uh, Chloe X Hallie fame I guess uh, is going to be in the film adaptation of Girl from North Country, um, the musical, obviously, um, which is based on the songs of Bob Dylan. And that is all really from me. What about you? What, what about me? Um, Viola. Viola. <laughs> <laughs> got you (laughs) oh i got you okay (laughs) yeah so viola davis has got egot status she won she won a um a grammy for oh shoot what was it it was um an audio that she did um a reading 
I have her book, right? Yes. Um, and so she has an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony certifying her as an EGOT, which is a uh, rare status that um, a few people have achieved. Uh, I think mm. it's like 17 or something. Oh, some small yeah. number like this. Mm. Um, but yes, she has an EGOT. Wow. Love. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's fun and exciting and exciting and fun. But that does bring us to the end of this episode. If you would like to revisit our obsessions, we have a page on Tumblr where we update that and we put the links and stuff. So you guys have all of the obsessions in like one location and that is tell me more tell me more podcast.tumblr.com we have an instagram and a twitter uh the twitter is usually where notices and stuff go instagram is usually where sort of like this is what we covered and this is what we'll cover and this is what we're covering um type stuff if you want to sort of keep updated in that way both of which are at TMM, TMM podcast. Uh, we have a play, we have playlists of the songs that we like from all of the, I was going to say movies, but I guess media that we cover. Um, if you go onto Spotify and you go to TMM, TMM podcast and you go to the profile and not the podcast itself, you will find a playlist for every year that this podcast has existed which by the way our first episode is turning five years old a week after this goes up so that's fun and cute and cute and fun um <laughs> we have an email tell me more tell me more podcast at gmail.com that is the end thank you for listening um our next episode will be on 36 questions uh so that's fun and exciting and exciting and fun i don't know why i keep saying that but it is um so yeah i hope to see you then until then for tell me more tell me more the podcast i have been your host leah and i've been your host adicia goodbye goodbye